We got a podcast, just experienced some technical difficulty, and we just, for some reason, we didn't, we lost our whole episode recording having, you know, talking about Zeke and Clowney, Jared Goff getting an extension, Melvin Gordon getting a uh, trade interest, um, our NFC picks. And then a very emotional rant about how stupid Max Kellerman is. For those of you who don't know, Max Kellerman basically said on first take that track and field athletes in general are not real athletes. We went off on him because he's stupid. And really, in all, like, in all seriousness, he just is so ignorant about it. And he couldn't be more wrong. So because we just lost the whole podcast, what we're going to do, I'm going so for our divisional winners, we had the Eagles, the Packers, the Saints and the Rams. That's who we had winning with teams like the Seahawks, the Cowboys, the Panthers, the Bears and the Falcons all fighting for their respective division wins and wild card spots. We will probably touch on those next week. Everyone else sticks. No. <laughs> well, I don't want to say it, but yeah. We will probably touch on those next week after week one because we lost this podcast. Um, but after week one, maybe we won't have to because teams will look so bad. We'll be like, we talked about this. Um, we don't think. I it back. Right. Um <laughs> In summary, also, um, you know, Zeke is reportedly going to get a six-year, $90 million contract. We've talked about Zeke in prior episodes. We don't think it's worth it, excuse me, especially with his um, off-the-field issues. Jadavian Clowney got traded from the Texans to the Seahawks for basically just a third-round pick. The Texans also got Laramie Tunsil and Kenny Stills from the Dolphins to protect Watson, but they gave up two first-round picks to do it. Jared Goff is going to get an extension that will give him more money than Carson Wentz. And Melvin Gordon has some prelim interest from one team, but the Chargers want a first and a fifth, and Gordon wants $13 million a year. We talked about how we don't think that's going to happen. Um, a lot of the stuff we talked about in prior episodes, we were just kind of wrapping it all up. And then our attack on Max Kellerman, just basically saying how how stupid he is to say it doesn't take coordination. It takes technique and strategy and a ton of practice. Um, I mean, if if you're a miler and you run a mile in four minutes, you're running for at least seven hours that week, would you say, John? Yeah, definitely. Like seven, eight, like seven hours, seven or eight hours running, maybe ten running a week plus five hours in the gym, an hour recovery. You know, it's just yeah. Max Kellerman could not be more wrong, and he's he's gotten a lot of backlash from it, which is deserved. Um. I, I wish we didn't lose our whole rant on him. Um, 
Maybe, you know what, maybe we'll bring it up again next, uh, or another time. Uh, basically, we also said Max Kellerman hasn't made one prediction that's come true, citing his prediction that Tom Brady would fall off a cliff. So, you know, Max Kellerman, do your research next time, and don't embarrass yourself on live TV, insulting the most popular high school sport there is. Just educate yourself, dude. Yeah. Here's the thing, and I, I didn't really give anything um, to that conversation because uh, I literally watched the video right before, right as we were starting the, our podcast or thought we were starting our podcast. Um, the two complement each other. There's a reason that you see a lot of high school football players also participating in track and why you see uh, college football players usually a lot of times are dual sport athletes where they are on the football team and on the track team. I mean, we saw it at the Mount with basketball. Some of the basketball players also ran track. I mean, it's they complement each other. And to say that, that athletes are... To say that, that runners are nothing compared to football players or basketball players... He didn't even use the best examples, in my opinion. In my opinion, basketball is a better example than football, but football, you get a lot of start and stop, and, I mean, I I never played football, but if you were going to make this argument, I would argue that soccer, if you were going to make an argument, you know, so the fact that he didn't even, I don't think he even mentioned soccer, um, but they're sprinting up and down the pitch. Um, They're running a whole lot more than football players are. Um, probably more than basketball players just because of the size of the, the field of play. Um, so it all around was just a very ignorant comment uh, to make. And it's, I mean, it's not news from first take, but... Oof. Um, also, an example I just thought of. He said that Athletes will choose football or basketball because it is the more lucrative sport. Perfect example where he's wrong. Devon Allen went to the University of Oregon, ran both track and field, 110-meter hurdles, and played football. He is an Olympic track athlete. He does not play the NFL. He chose track. So, just disproved your argument there, Max Kellerman. And I think that, like, when it comes down to it, when I think about, like, money versus status as an Olympian, like, who's going to care if you are a USA basketball player with a gold medal from the Olympics? Like, obviously. Right. Also, (laughs) also, I feel like just running track is more relatable. Because, like, everyone can run down and try to run as fast as they can on a track. Not everyone can play football. Like, football's just more relatable. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, track and field's just more relatable. Um, also, while we were summarizing, uh, just got notification. Jared Goff got an NFL record $110 million guaranteed in a four-year $134 million extension. So that's the number. You have to think that Dak and his agent will be looking at that number. And hoping to get something similar or around there. 
if he wants to be paid like that, or maybe he'll give a hometown discount. Um, yeah. Listeners, I, I really do apologize for losing losing our content this week. It it was really weird. We we were wrapping it up, and I just found out that we lost all of our all of our files for this episode. So unfortunately, we don't have the whole content for you. But if you really want uh, to hear our takes on a bunch of stuff, just let us know. We'll respond. We'll let you know, and we can touch on stuff next week after week one. Um. Like I said previously, but I'll say it again. Thursday, the NFL season opens up with the Packers at the Bears. Thursday night, 8.20 on NBC should be a really great game. Um, And so for the rest of this little recap, we can still hit our favorite sports moment of the week. Mine was actually, I watched it about an hour before we started recording, but Allison Felix won second place in the 400-meter dash. Um, yeah, uh, not, not a blazing time, but 50 over 51, but good for her to get back on the podium. That, that was my favorite sports moment. Just following her road back to dominance. Like she was back in the day. John or Roland, do you guys got anything? Uh, Courtney Dewalter won the UTMB. So last weekend, 2,542 runners made their way in this 103-mile race around the Alps. And she was the American winner. The American men uh, just wasn't their day. Um, But she crushed it, you know, won, was 15th overall. And just to see the spectacle that is UTNB, it just takes over this little French town. What is UTNB, John? Ultra Trail to Mont Blanc, which is around Mont Blanc, which is a mountain in the Alps. So you start, so it's this big festival that races a whole bunch of different distances. But you start in France, the 100-mile race at least. You start in France, go to Italy, go up to Switzerland, and you run back into France. Gotcha. Um, It's awesome. It's one of the biggest probably the biggest trail race in the world that everyone watches yeah all right uh roland do you have a favorite Um, moment yeah um so i i guess mine i I went to a baseball game this weekend it was the brave blue jays uh it was pretty fun um but i'm using this as a platform right now to talk about one of the storylines that no one else has definitely talked about in the NFL, except for Neeson, the New England Sports Network. Um, and that is uh, Jarrett Stidham won the backup quarterback job behind Tom Brady. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Everybody's talking about uh, Daniel Jones and um, Kyler Murray. Um Dwayne Haskins and how they've been performing this preseason uh, but no one really talks about you know the backup guys or anything like that and you know since I'm a Patriots fan obviously I've been paying attention to what the future uh, after Tom Brady might look like and I have to say you know 
Why he doesn't get a ton of media coverage compared to the other rookies? He kind of he knows his place. He's not gonna get antsy like Garoppolo did or anything like that. So I thought that was interesting, and I just wanted to bring it up. But also, yeah. he really has no chance to start. Right, obviously. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, he's he's very much gonna you know sit in the back. And, you know, he's, he's going to learn. And um, I think it's it could – I hope that it pans out well, obviously. Um, I, I mean, when he was coming out of Auburn before his last year, he was um, seen as a potential first-round talent from Auburn. And then, you know, he had a bad senior year. But he is a very talented quarterback. So, just thought I'd mention it because I wanted to be the first to really jump on the Jared Stidham is the future train. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, I think I can speak for all of us when I say our, our favorite, one of our favorite things of this past week is that football's back. Um, you know, baseball, Roland, I know you went to a game, but... I, Speaking for myself, I don't really follow baseball until kind of the World Series. Um, basketball hasn't started yet. Hockey hasn't started yet. But football's here. It's the number one sport in America for a reason. And so uh, we're looking forward to it. I, I know I'm really looking forward to Thursday night and Sunday when oh. uh, the Bills play the Jets. Go ahead. I just said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just agree. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, I uh, I can't wait. So, um, you guys got anything else you want to talk about, real quick? Tommy Sweeney followed me on Twitter. Well, I should hope so. He's your cousin. <laughs> you also, oh yeah, that's another thing that we missed on our uh, that we lost. But Tommy Sweeney uh, has made the Buffalo Bills fifty-three man roster. Obviously, if you know the Bills decide to sign someone he may be at risk at losing his position but I like to think he's firmly in in place on the roster 
because of injuries to he was able to show show himself and his abilities in the preseason because there are so many injuries in front of him um so because he was able to get those first team reps first team reps in camp and in preseason games i think he really showed a lot of potential and natural ability right now and that's why he's on this roster so we are very excited for him here at we got a memo podcast um what else what else uh let's see we talked about nfc picks we talked about um yeah we talked about a lot so i'm sorry we lost our recording max kellerman is public enemy number one on this podcast because he's so stupid um But we're we're happy he gave us something to get excited about besides football. So, Max Kellerman, while we don't like you, I'm not sure if we respect you as a sportscaster in your opinions, but we thank you for the content you've provided us this week. And, yeah, so next week we will have our week one thoughts. Any games we watch. I know I'll watch the Bills. Roland's going to watch uh, the Patriots. Zay's going to watch the Steelers. Roland, Reddit NFL streams, I'm telling you. Dude, okay, it's Sunday Night Football, first off. It's going to be on. It's just I have work. Oh. So I might, I'm, I probably shouldn't say this. Not that anyone from my work listens to the podcast and or stitch on me, but I'm going to try and sneak it at work. All right, all right. Um, that's a good point. So we'll catch you next week with week one. Thank you for listening. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We hope it won't happen again. We're going to try not to make it happen again. But you know we'll be back here next week to give you our week one thoughts, our week two college football thoughts, our week two Heisman rankings, whatever. If anything else happens, if Max comments says something stupid, we'll be here to jump on it. So thank you for listening. Share us, like us, harass us if you want to. We don't mind. Hello?